Hello and welcome to Paxton Road TV. This is the Paxton Road TV reaction show for the game. Tottenham Hotspur versus Crystal Palace. The score, Tottenham Hotspur 3. Crystal Palace, nil. And we get back revenge from the result that we had. The previous result against them lot. I call them them lot. And Spurs go marching on. <laughs> I'm joining the house by Darius <laughs> UK and Sean Hell. Welcome to the show. Let us celebrate Boxing Day in style. <sighs> Gentlemen, Antonio Conte train goes rolling on. Uh, I've mm -hmm. been in the league so far with him. Another victory to go alongside. I think it's the two draws and is that four wins now? Four wins and two draws? Or is it five wins? I might even believe he has more than four. I can think of I'm just talking about the league. I'm just talking about the league. Yeah, in the league is four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the league is four. So I think it's four and two. Uh, it doesn't really matter. We've got another three points. So before we start this show, like, subscribe, share, comment. Please hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. You know what I mean? Join membership, super chats available, all the rest of that good stuff. And as you can see, we're smiling away. Who have we got in the chat coming up? Oh, we've got Tom. Tom's in the house. He's literally there. <laughs> He's literally there making He's comments. Sitting there. on my couch. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Right then, gentlemen. Let's go through this preview. Oh, preview. Preview. That's how far I'm looking forward to the next game. I'm not even going to dismiss this game. Let's go and have a little bit of a reaction show. So 3-0 to Spurs. Um, I think the score line obviously reflect, reflects the comfortable nature of the game in terms of obviously after Saar being sent off after 37 minutes. But let's not take away from the fact that we were already 2-0 up at that time. Darius, tell me, talk to me about the game. Um, how do you think it went in terms of the overall performance? Um, and yeah, what, what's, your, what's your thoughts? Uh, I thought it was pretty steady, to be fair. Um, again, you can kind of sort of look at this result and think, it should be expected given what's happened before and sort of the manager not being there and, and, and key players not being there. But at the end of the day, we did get beat 3-0 by this team. And I said in, in the title of the lineup show that we have to get revenge because Crystal Palace is not a team we should be really challenging or finding them a challenge, despite them being a good team this season. I will give them that. They did play decent football as well at, at some points, especially the first 20 minutes they were controlling the game. But... But there's, there's this sort of confidence I have now with this team, um, this Conte Tottenham team, that makes me really think I'm not actually really that scared. And I actually can kind of sit back and, and know that even if the game is sort of 60 minutes in, there's always going to be opportunities now because it seems like chances are being created throughout the game. And that's what was, that's what was good to see for me. There was always sort of an opportunity just around the corner for for Reguilon to create or for Emerson to create or Lucas to create, which he did for, for two of the three goals. So I just think that the chance creation's up there. And as I've always said, because the chance creation's increased, the amount of goals we've scored has increased and it, it sort of does go hand in hand. So I'm just happy to see that we're actually creating chances and also defending very, very sturdily. I mean, Davis out of the, the, the centre-back partnership or centre-back trio and, and Tanganga in and it seemed like nothing really changed. So again, that's another another positive to look at. So uh, overall, despite us not sort of maybe scoring more goals than we should have, I think this was a pretty, pretty amazing performance. I mean, could have done a, bit, a little bit better, but I'm I'm very, very happy with it. And three points, like you said, is, is important because we need to sort of win these games in hand so we can actually sort of use these games in hand as, as a positive to, to speak about because we are above, we're above West Ham now by quite a few points because they lost. But it's Arsenal that I'm actually getting a little bit concerned about now because they seem to and be in a bit of a role, and I don't want to lose track of them or lose 
lose their place. So yeah, just just keep winning these games, and hopefully, when we do have uh, the same amount of games, we will be on level points with Chelsea. Well, I think I think if we if if we want to talk about us a little bit, they've got uh, City next, I believe. Is it? Is yes, City next? they do. New Year's Day. So they might get they might get touched. They might get touched in that game. I'm not so sure if they're going to go and do the same thing that they did against Norwich today against City. I'm not too sure. But anyway, let's come to you, Sean H. Welcome. Happy Christmas to you, mate. Um, talk to me about the game. Did you enjoy that performance? Um, yeah, like you said, the first few minutes were a bit dodgy um, and they pressed us very hard. I mean, we found it hard to break the press. But once... Um, We'd scored and then, you know, we, we applied the applied the pressure to the jugular and, and scored again. I think um we you know, we we were always in control and obviously Saha taking boxing day literally, um, it, it helped us immensely. So yeah, I was more than happy today. Certainly um I was getting updates on the other end of my couch from uh, Tom about what was going on at West Ham. He was particularly um Particularly enamoured, you know, enamoured of that score. Um, at one point, we were a bit worried that Leicester were going to come back and draw with City. Uh, but yeah, it's been a great day for Tottenham, and uh, we are rightly in fifth place. And uh, we will, you know, we'll, we'll certainly be pushing to go higher. I'm, I'm so happy with our manager. It's like night and day, chalk and cheese. You know, I, I mean. Just, just think of his substitutions today. You know, exactly. I want. I, I need to rest Kane. I need to rest Son. I'll take them off, but I'll make. You know, once we're in firm control of the game. Yep. Yep. You know, and he took Hoybier off, who's who needs as much rest as he can get, given that he he played every single minute of last season. So yeah, I mean, to be honest, it's you know, we're almost burying the the, the Pochettino area. Because that one thing Pochettino was not good at was reactive subs. Mm. And I think Conte is just different gravy. Different gravy the, when it comes to that. One of the things I, I was like, obviously with the team, it was pretty, the only person that didn't play that of the usual suspects, I guess at the moment, was Ben Davis. Ben Davis didn't um, start today. Um, and I'm glad he put Tanganga in up that left side as opposed to Sanchez. And Ooh, then bringing in... 100%. Because I, 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 when I saw the team, I was thinking, oh, is he going to play him on the right and play Sanchez on the left again? And I'm thinking, that's not what I want to see. But it, it showed that obviously Conte, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm the level of Conte, but you can see, obviously, he's not going to make that same mistake twice. He's seeing what Sanchez does on the left. It's not going to happen again. He played him on the right exactly where he needs to play. Um, and it was so really good as, again as well, just, I, just to say I, that. He was really good as well. I was just going to wait. I, I, I mean... Have you ever seen Sanchez turning up and you know in the in opposition penalty box and, and nearly scoring and, and taking a player out with a shimmy? A shimmy I mean, as well. <laughs> Sometimes when you see Sanchez shimmy, it's because he's fallen over his own feet. But today <laughs> he, shimmy. <laughs> he actually shimmy to get into space to actually have a shot on goal. Yeah. And when he was shooting, I was like, no, oh. what? Uh, anyway, that was too much. That would have been my heart would have been too much to take today. Um, but uh, what are some of the notes I had early days? With the Palace were applying pressure, as you were saying, Sean. They were applying pressure early doors. They almost went into a four-two-four, and I was thinking, are we going to be able to get out? And they, it, we did struggle initially to get out, but then we did get out, and the goals came from 
You know, Lucas Moore today, I think he has to be man of the match. He was given man mm. of the match on BT. Yeah, I can't disagree. But, you know, you know, a, a goal, two assists in, in today's performance is definitely what you want to see from your front three. All three of them picked up a goal. And then to give Son and Kane enough minutes off does well. Because that's what we want. I was almost like the point of, yeah, should we get Skip off or Hoybeer? And he took Hoybeer off. And as you said, the substitution was right. The game was won. And hopefully we can now go into that game with, you know, players available. You know, Lacelso not being in the, the squad today. What's your thoughts on that? Is, is, there, is there one or two players that we're now maybe going to be seeing bye-bye to in January? What, what, what do you think on that, Sean? Yeah, I mean, I have to say, I'm generally I've been a, a defender of Lacelso, but I, I'd imagine that. Um, well, we, I mean, the rumor is that he's asked to go back to Betis, so um, you know, if that's where he's left his form, then maybe that's the best thing. But it's a shame because I, you know, it, he's got that ability. You can see it when he plays for Argentina. He likes to put a foot in, which you know I always like in a midfielder. Um, but it's it's yeah, I think we, we could be saying goodbye to a few players um in the in the break and uh it, you know if if they are replaced and we would hope they would be replaced then I'd say, you know, in Conte we trust as we say, you know. At this moment in time I'm like neither here nor there with Lacelso going. I'll be honest with you, mm. but that's just me being a little bit bullish because of the fact that we um, are playing that well. I'm kind of with that. I'm with that with every player at the moment, like Sean said. I kind of, I I trust Conte to to see what he sees in training and, and make a decision based on that and and in game as well. And I do believe that certain players will will give, be given a chance, or not necessarily be given a chance, but will get an extra sort of six months to to continue playing in the form that they are. I.e., sort of Winks's, Davis's. I even think Bergvine will probably maybe even avoid sort of getting sold this summer or this January. But I do think there are a couple of players that aren't even being given the opportunity to, to sort of express themselves. I even think Brian Hill might be on some sort of lone watch or lone radar because he came on and did things, but I just don't know if, if Conte gives him gives him the full trust that he that he has for certain players and maybe him well, going on loan might help him out. He didn't really get that much time today. Well, to be fair to Brian, he hasn't he's been off with COVID and I think he was the one of the players that suffered quite Badly with it, apparently. Coming back, getting, what did he get? About 15 minutes or so? I don't even know how much it was. But, um, yeah, I'm going to give him a little pass. But Lo Celso, again, I'm not sure if we're going to see much more of him. But, sorry, so I just wanted to throw that in about Hill. Because I think Hill is a good player. And I think we mentioned that before, Darius, that Hill potentially has a future at Spurs. If he could do something like what Moore is doing, the way that Moore is playing, you know, off that right-hand side, but coming inside. And the first goal was good awareness shown by Lucas. He picked that ball up, you know, that little bit of a driving run, got his head up, which is what I think is one of the things now that has definitely been coached into him. Get your head up. And he played that ball across. Perfect for Kane. Kane couldn't really miss from there. Um, So Lucas is now beginning to show me that he is doing the awareness thing. There was still a couple of moments in there where he could have probably let the ball run to Reggion a couple of times and Reggion could have got a goal. But we can't have too much from him. Um, just going back to the actual goals, it's the goals themselves. Um, what did you think of Harry Kane's performance in terms of you know getting himself into space? Do, do, do you think he's do you think he's finally turned that corner in terms of that consistency, which maybe Conte's looking for from him, or is it just a case of you know he's decided he's a bit happier? I don't know. What, what 
What's your um, first I'm, thoughts? I'm on not letting him Kane? out of the woods personally. I will not let him out of the woods. I I genuinely believe this, and this may be cynical of me, but I believe that he's probably seen that Conte is actually Conte is actually serious, and he's sort of ready now to to give his all and and put his all in into that or his performances. Because at the end of the day, I don't think Harry Kane ever sort of lost the ability to to score goals or or finish or make the run, make the runs or or be a playmaker. I just think he didn't really want to be here and he didn't really fancy it. And I've heard rumors that the contract talks are sort of beginning to to go underway and he could actually end up signing another contract. I just think he's realized now, wow, this Conte guy is actually serious and he actually could do something with Spurs and I might actually just stay here for another year or two. That's all I think it is. Again, I don't care really and truly if I'm going to be honest with you. I've been sort of onto Harry Kane for the past few weeks and sort of since the start of the season. But if he's gonna if he's gonna turn his form around and, and sort of bag fifteen goals in these next in this next half of the season, I don't really care if he didn't really want to play. If he if he books his ideas up and he turns back into the hurricane of old, then so be it. I mean that the first six months you'll just have to put up with it. I think anybody would sort of be in an angry mood if they didn't get their promised move move away. But he seems like he has I do actually think he's probably has turned the corner now and I think he probably will sign the contract. And I do think it it is all down to sort of the the amazing work of Conte and the fact that he's turned a lot of fortunes around and a lot of fans' ideas about how this season could go around in the space of what, six games in the Premier League. So yeah, I think Kane it's all based on it's all down to Conte really and truly. It is all down to Conte. So Sean, do you think because I, I I was a I was a firm believer that Harry Kane needed a bit of a break. I was a little bit surprised that he started today. I can see why Conte wants to start him getting back into that sort of form. But we all know around about this sort of time of the year, January, February time, Kane's susceptible to that injury as such. Um, so maybe a bit of protection could have been had. But again, when the game was won, we did have that. Um, going forward now, though, do you see potentially, you know, that starting free being the starting free? Are, are we likely to, given all the other players that might be in and around that, is that going to be our strongest starting three at the front? Um, well, you know, certainly based on today, you can't argue with the with the front three. Um, I'm not Lucas's biggest fan, not to be fair. Um, but, uh, you know, this is just one of those, it's just one of those things you can't, you know, it was man of the match today and deservedly yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. Um, that header was class, you know. But, Talking about Kane, it was interesting. I did feel that he was dropping again. I did feel he was dropping deep again. 100%. Um, and it, it, it did work for the, you know, some of the, some of his passes in the in the lead up to the goal were, you know, absolutely spot on. And, you know, he's got that in his locker. But I, I did feel that he wasn't quite in the box as often as we would expect him to be. And uh, I would hope that... Um, you know, Conte will have have a little word with him and say, "Look, you're not doing what I'm telling you to do, which is get in the box." Do, and the only you time you did it, you scored. You know? Do you not think though, with the three-four-three that we played? Because I was saying this in the in the game that we, Hoybier seems to drop deep. He seems to drop into that back three or make it a four in the centre back area. And then we only had one midfielder, so maybe Kane's compensating for that fact to come in. When we play the three-five-two, he's definitely been told play higher. But in this system with the three-four-three, maybe mm. there is that potential that he does play a little bit deeper because of the fact that we are one midfielder less. Is that a possibility, Darius? That maybe Kane's taking that on board himself. Before you answer, let's just go mm. to Wayne Bonner's super chat. Thank you very much, Wayne. Good to see Gil Hill, not Gil, 
play as well. He's going to be useful. And look how relaxed Sean is. He's just eating away nachos. You know what I mean? Just, just I'm jealous. That's how comfortable we're doing. I'm very jealous. No, nice, I think nice Kane... bowler, nice bowler salsa too. You know? <laughs> Don't you dare! No, I think Kane. I think Kane is still doing it sort of by his own choice. I just think that what I've noticed is when Kane drops, or if Kane is going to drop to pick up the ball, he isn't picking the ball up, turning around and looking for a pass. Now it's sort of Kane's got his back to goal. He picks up the ball. He may put it. He may pass it back to whoever. Um, was the recipient of his pass. And then it seems like players make a run behind him, on beyond him, as we saw Dele Alli do a lot sort of under Pochettino. And I've seen Bergwijn do it. I've seen Lucas do it. I've seen Son do it. If there is going to be a case where Kane drops in, there is now a player that... And I've always said this. I don't care if Kane drops in. I just want to have a last man on that on that shoulder. a Somebody on the last man mm. to at least make a run, to at least cover the position of Kane if he's going to do that. And that's what I've seen happen. So... Again, if he is going to drop him, which he which he did do this game, and it sort of worked sometimes. I remember, I think it was for it might have been for one of the goals, sort of him dictating the play all throughout the build up, and then and then obviously the goal coming coming from it. But it is a case of just sort of rotating positions. If you're gonna if you're gonna drop, you need to make sure that somebody is making a run in behind or somebody is on that last man behind. And with a two, that works a lot easier because obviously he's got a partner. But yeah, I think I think Conte's realised that. Maybe Kane is going to do that without him even suggesting that. And I think Conte also realises that Kane is a world-class striker and he'll probably allow Kane, out of all the players, to maybe, you know, go go and search for a chance or search for, for a goal himself. So I, I don't think Conte's got a problem with it. As long as the players around him sort of fill that hole in, 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 in behind him, then, yeah, it's, it's, it seems to be working quite well. Yeah, because in both K, sorry, but in both uh, Lucas and Son, we've got the abilities for both those players to come in infield and, and, and definitely create more opportunities infield. It was a sort of game today where because of the way that Palace set up, we were looking to play around them and mm. the wing backs were important. I thought Emerson had a good game. There was a yeah. couple of questions in here about is is are we worried about Emerson? At this moment in time, I'm not actually. I, I'm quite happy with what I'm seeing from Emerson. I'm worried if he gets injured. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah. I don't think he's going to give us the same effectiveness going forward or defensively, if I'm honest with you. Uh, Reggion on the left-hand side, I think once Sessignon comes back, I'm more comfortable on that left-hand side. And the fact that we possibly could put Ben Davis there if we had to, as long as we have someone to cover him in that left uh, centre-back position. But yeah, I just think with the players that we've now got and the ability that um, we've got to change things to maybe go into a 3-5-2, there is still a, a hope for players like Bergwin to get into this team. You know, Hill maybe as well. But it's all about the rotation for, for the game on, uh, when is it? When do we play again? Is it Sunday we play now? I believe so. New Year's Day. No, no, so I'm telling a lie. I'm telling a massive We've got a game in a couple of days, haven't we? Right? Tuesday. What oh, am I talking yeah, about? I was thinking <laughs> we're midweek. That's how messed up my week's gone already. We play on Tuesday. So 48 hours time, we've got a game against Southampton away. So we are going to need wow. to have some sort of rotation in there. But let us look at the stats from today's game. And here they are. So, uh, possession-wise, 60% to Spurs, 40% to uh, Crystal Palace, obviously because of the red card, 37 minutes for Zaha sent off after two yellows. Uh, do you think that was deserved? I think it was silly. That's what I'll say. I think Zaha is an idiot. And as soon as you put your hands on someone like that, especially when you got a yellow card, you, you're making the, like, like you said, you make the referee's decision for him. 
Yeah, sure. I, I, I thought about... I thought Genius was far too generous with Sir R, to be honest. Oh, yeah, as well. I, 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 mean, I mean, I mean, that was a stamp for the first one on his on his on the back of his ankle. He stamped on him, and and the second one, he he pushes him away with it, you know, using his forearm. You, you just gave the referee no choice, and he was he was as as Darius said, he's a silly boy. Idiot. But you know, he <laughs> turned it to his own advantage at their place. So you know, karma, mate, karma comes around. Yeah. You know, comes around and, to bite and, you. And so. Sometimes you've, you've also got to got to know the referees you're playing. John Moss, he, he's quick to give cards out. Anyway, in my opinion, I don't really like him as a referee. I don't think he manages games well, particularly when you know getting that balance of letting games go and then you know pulling things back. He's, he's just. Not for me, the best referee in the world. Uh, and yeah, Zaha's got that aggro in him. You know, he's always on that edge. And I think he needs to play mm. on that edge to get the best out of him. But mm. sometimes, away from home, particularly... A bit like Delhi of old. Yeah, a bit mm. like Delhi of old. But mm -hmm. he's just away from home in a London derby. You give the referee no option to do... When you do something like that... So silly. You know, what, what, are you, what are you asking for? You, you're not asking for the referee to say, come on, one more... He was always a bit too combustible for me. But let's go back to the stats. Uh, six shots on target to us, zero for them. I was surprised. I didn't realise they didn't get any shots on target. But hey-ho, don't care. Uh, corners for two to, to them, uh, 16 fouls to 10. Um, comfortable comfortable in terms of the possession start, stat side of things? Are we, are we turning a corner maybe in terms of the possession and maybe the build-up play? Or do you think, Sean, it was a case of, you know, maybe... The fact that they went down to ten men. Would you think? Con no. Do you think Conte maybe would have changed it because of the fact that they had three? If the game had carried on with eleven v eleven, or do you think it was a case of just you know? Yeah, time if it, I mean, particularly, particularly, particularly if it had been scoreless, I think Conte would have changed it, and I think he would have brought on an Endombele or something like that, or you know, someone to you know, passing lines is important or or whatever. Um, I don't know. If, was Winks on the bench today? Um, well, let me get to he the was. next part then. I think he was. Was he? Yep, there. Winks was on the bench. Let me get rid of this uh, Monday comment. Right. Thanks, for, uh, Monday, for your comment, by the way. Thank you very much. Uh, so the lineup today, uh, Lloris in goal, Sanchez, Dia Tanganga made the back three, Emerson and uh, Reguilón, the wing, wing backs, Skip Hoy Bear, the, the middle two, and Mora Kane and Son as our front three. On the bench, Galini, Doherty, Rodon, Davis, Winks, Delhi, Endombele, Bergwin, and Brian. So we saw Endombele, Bergen and Brian come on today. No game for Delhi or for Winks. I can see them maybe coming into the picture in a couple of days' time. Um, maybe. So, again, with that starting 11, yeah, mm -hmm. let's maybe look a little bit further forward to the game against Southampton. Where would you make changes if you were going to make any changes, Darius, in that lineup for the game against Southampton, potentially? Um, that's a very good question. I would... Ooh, that's a really good question, actually. Bergwijn has to come in for me, and Ndombele has to come in for me. The reason I say that is because of the way Southampton play. I think they're going to sort of press, press very much like Liverpool, where they want to press in a the group, they want to set traps, they want to win the ball back in, in sort of threes and fours. And if you've got somebody who can, who can break a press, who can beat a press, open their body up and find a pass, because I think they'll have a high line as well as Southampton usually sort of play. I think someone like sort of skip and Dom skip and Dombele partnership with Dyer at the back, you've got opportunities to play long balls, you've got opportunities to play threaded balls. And then I think 
one of the front three can have a rest. I don't know if I'd take Lucas Moura out, actually, because of the form he's in. I probably would potentially give Kane a rest and bring him on if, if, if it gets bad, because a sort of fluid front three, similar to how we played against City, will be, I think, the ideal way to, to play against Southampton and, and beat Southampton. So I think you could you could basically sacrifice 45 minutes of Kane and if it goes bad, you can bring him on anyway and he will still do a job. I mean, look what he did. Was it last season against Southampton, him and Son? So, yeah, I definitely think uh, definitely think Ndombele for Hoybier and, what did I say, Bergwijn for one of the front three, probably Kane. Sean, what's your thoughts then? I'll put, I'll put it back up again. Um, in terms of if you were going to make any changes, they always talk about a winning team shouldn't really disrupt it. But I think with the games that we've got coming up and obviously with the, the quick turnaround, there has to be changes to this this starting eleven. Uh, where would you potentially look at making any changes? I think um, I, I would probably go with what Darius has just said. I, I'm, a, I'm an old superstitious Spurs fan and I, I still picture um, Kane you know, clutching his hamstring at uh, <laughs> Southampton around this time of year. Was it last year? I can't remember. No, no, two years I think ago. It was. And uh, I, yeah, and I don't, I don't want to see that again. You know, um, so I, if if Kane could be spared, I would put Bergwijn and yeah, be a bit fluid. You know, um, keep the ball low. Yeah, I think that would be um, that would be a, a good choice. You know. Southampton will have run their socks off today to, to, to beat West Ham, so um, mm. they'll be they'll be a they'll be a bit tired. And I think you know if we've got a bit of zip and a bit of you know a bit of uh, pace up front, then we, we we can cause them all sorts of trouble. Yeah, mm. my reading anyway. It all depends on how they approach the game. Being at home, as you said, they probably run themselves a bit ragged today to get that victory against West Ham because away that's a good away performance if I'm honest with you to get is it 3-2 in the end I think it was 3-2 3-2 in the end, in the end yeah um, so to play then against us 48 hours later if they then decide to maybe go on the front foot again it does leave them susceptible to the counter-attack I think they might play a little bit more of a cautious game which then means the type of players that we're going to need is going to be players that are going to need to break them down I could see Ndombele and Winks potentially coming back into this game um, but I think he's going to probably play definitely one of Skip or Hoybier in that midfield. But who mm. who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? I would like Skip. To say, Skip would... was particularly good today, don't you think? Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. I I, I yeah. want to see Skip playing. Being twenty years of old, twenty one years of age, the guy can play another game, in my opinion. Um, and then mm. if you didn't start Hoybier, you could then bring him on, bring Skip off, and then bring Hoybier on. I just think mm. because Delhi and Winks have had really good games as we saw in the game against Liverpool, um, then maybe they could they could potentially have an opportunity to play against Southampton. And why wouldn't you? Because, you know, we are going to need these players. Um, let's go to a couple of these comments. I'd start Tanganga again, is Adam saying here. So we've got the Celso end on Wistoity can go. We won't miss them. That's no. true. Um, you know what? I, 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 can't, I can't argue with that. I would have said... It's Maybe true. a few months ago, I don't want to see Ndombele go. Doherty can go, definitely. But even Winks, you know, is he is he playing himself into a, a role maybe to come in as a squad player? What's your thought? I know Winks Naissance is your man, Sean. So what are you, talk, what are you saying? What are you telling he's me? one of our own. He's one of our own. <laughs> as much as our number 10, he's one of our own. And you know how I like a, I like an academy player in our first team. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, well, we got you... one with Skip, you know, but... You know, yeah. I, I I would I would think if anyone's going to make 
Winks his 2017 best, it will be a Conte. And, uh, you know, I think he might actually well respond to that. But who knows? I mean, it's if he goes, he goes, you know, and it'll go with my blessing. It's just, you know, I hope we, um, I hope we, you know, I've got players to replace, you know. My, yeah, my, yeah. my fear is that we'll have a load of free transfers, but they, they won't come in till the summer. You know, yeah. and uh, and and I, I don't I don't particularly want to go down that road. Yeah. Um, I, I, the thing about Winks, I'm not and I'm not knocking him because I, he's a good he's he's a good squad player in my opinion. But he had a he's had one I guess good game so far. Yeah, but Maybe against you, Liverpool, I know, and that's what I'm going to say is against Liverpool. I'm not going to knock that, but we now need to see him play. Let's say against the Southampton. Let's say in the yeah, same true. way that he, he he's played against Liverpool. Is he going to be able to do it against the Southampton team who aren't as good as Liverpool? Let's not let's not kid ourselves. And this is also not me bashing Harry Winks, but who didn't have a good game against Liverpool when we played them in that two-two draw? I think everybody had a good game, so I think you'd stick out if you didn't. But for me, it's it's Harry Winks. I don't know because he says he wants to be a starter, which is what he's which is what he sort of was getting onto Nuno about. Mm-hmm. And I don't see him being a starter for Conte, and I don't see Conte making him a starter. So. Is he just content with, with being in an atmosphere that's that's better, more competitive? Is does he just enjoy being at Spurs, or or does he actually want to be a starter at a club? Because I think he could probably, sadly, and I don't really want to admit this, but clubs like Crystal Palace, clubs like Brighton, clubs like Southampton, snap winks up and he will start every single week for them. So I'd... why not wait till the summer? I I wouldn't sell him oh, in January, yeah. personally. Now, now I would wait till the summer. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. If I was going to sell him, I wouldn't sell him now because the fact is, it has proved if he can again, we need to see another game where he does that. We've got a little bit of rotational possibilities with the three-five-two, three-four-three, and I think he plays well in that three-five-two if he plays in that role just behind the two in front because mm-hmm. that's where he really excelled in that Liverpool game. In a two. Mm-hmm. I'm not mm. sure if Hoybier and him or Skip and him could work effectively just because I don't think there's enough pace in there. I really don't think there'll be enough pace in there to have two that could be box to box. I'm not sure. We'll see. Well, I, 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 well, you know, Darius and I think for the same 3-5-2 him sheet, that that's the, that's the lineup that we would choose week in and week out. But... Um, we haven't it probably just, got the players to do that every week, you know. So I just think it's sort of if we were to sort of solidify and stick with a three-four-three, I think there's a couple wingers that would lose their. Basically, I think if Conte chooses to to stick with a three-four-three, then I think a few centre mids are going to lose their place in this team. Whereas mm-hmm. if he chooses to stick with a three-five-two, a few wingers are going to lose their place in this team. So I don't know if it's a case of Conte waiting to get players in so that he can. Play a three four three or a three five two more consistently. There is, but I just as we always have way, to do, as we always sacrifice. have to do, we have to hold press. We have to hold press. I know. We do have to hold press, and you know the reason why we have to hold oh. the press. We always the have to here. hold. We always Sits have to the hold house. the show because we have the man himself. Since I'm gonna try clap join us. I'm holding my phone, but I'm gonna. <laughs> I'll do the clapping. Give you the round of applause as well. There you go. And this is why I'm doing the clapping because this guy here has supplied this. People, he supplied this. Thank you very much, Sid Spurs. Nice. Welcome, you know Looks what? good on Sid, you, mate. Looks good on you. <laughs> Other oh, colours must be available. <laughs> Other colours are available, and I'm sure yeah. 
Sam will show you the other colours because it, it comes more, it just does not come in blue. It doesn't just come in blue, folks. Absolutely. <gasps> Absolutely. Oh. How are we all? We're good. We're good. We're good. We're we good. We're we good. are in a very happy place, Sydney. Very <laughs> happy <kid>. place. <laughs> West Ham get battered everywhere they go. Everywhere they go. West Ham get battered everywhere they go. Everywhere they go. Sid, well, we're going to get your thoughts then um, on the overall performance. A good, a good result for us. What did you think of the actual performance itself? Do you know, honest, um, first 10, 15 minutes, I think we gave, we gave them too much possession. Um, it looked like it was going to be one of, one of them games where we're going to rely on the counter of or, or the pace of Son and Mora to get them going. But once I think Crystal Palace had their fair possession of the field and we showed them what the green looks like on a nice, solid stadium, then we took control. And after that, it was just a matter of uh, how many how many we were going to score. In fact, it even looked like Crystal Palace were going to score. And I, I think 20 minutes into this into the game, some, my boy said something in my ear and it summed it up. He said, Dad, Sanchez has got into Zaha's head. This man, <laughs> I said, unbelievable. Sanchez getting into someone's head. That, I thought, is, you know, it's unheard of. And pure boy, Latin, was he man. Right. Pure Latin. Yeah. Yo, he had him, didn't he? He had him in knots, man. I don't know what happened, but yeah, it was just oh look, look at that, Darius. Look, there's the other colour. It comes in. You it see, it comes in black, comes oh, in black as well. <laughs> also, yeah. I don't know if you can see, guys. Got coys on the back. Look I at wish the back. I could show you. Turn around. Turn around. Am I going to do, have to do a turn You're going to make me. Yeah, yeah, come on, give us a twirl. You're the model. Absolutely. <laughs> We're just doing some Absolutely. advertising here, folks. As you can see, some advertising Absolutely. here. Absolutely, yeah, guys. Oh, it lovely. looks good, you know. Come on, you oh yeah, just about to see it, but that's oh, all just good. about to see. It. You guys yeah. see it very well. Sorry, guys. Yeah, <laughs> no worries. <laughs> you know what? It's Bergwijn, isn't it? You can't see me. <laughs> <laughs> the truth. The but, truth um, sets you free. His comment here, Sanchez absolutely. was whispering, sweet, nothing's in his ear. I also saw him oh. give him a, a wet willy. <laughs> I know. I know. I have to be careful. I have to be careful reading that. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> nearly caught me out there. Um, but Bad yeah, me. you're right. Because when he got fouled the first time, yeah. with the one down his leg, he made that, a big deal about it. Yeah, he and when he got thrown it. down, he made a big deal. But then he was like waiting to see if he was going to get sent off. Because he wasn't hurt at all in either one of them. And I think yeah. you're right. He did get into his head. and the re But no, to be fair, the referee had no choice. Zaha was a silly boy for doing what he did yeah. so so soon after you know, getting his yellow card. So I don't blame yeah. I don't blame the referee. No. Nah. Only thing, to be fair, only thing I was upset about, to be fair, is we should have 5-6. It should have been 5-6. Yep, um, I agree. I think we let, yeah, yeah, we let him off a little bit lightly. You know, we let him off a little bit lightly. But it's good to see Son back on form. Kane as well, back in business. Mora, as always, you know, so things are looking good. And there was no Ben Davis. Uh, ben Davis has been one of our better players in, in recent yeah. weeks, recent yeah. months, probably. That's uh, crazy. Um, it's crazy and that's that the, Romero and, that's the and Davis both, have, both didn't play today and we look solid, just as solid as we normally I know. do. One yeah. player that I think is becoming more and more increasingly important to us is Dyer. Um, again, he didn't he didn't do anything wrong. He was leading that back line continuously leading that back line 
And because he's had different partners to play with, that's why I think he's he's really coming to his own. He's mm. getting his players to do exactly what's required, getting them up to different lines when we've you know got to push up. He's putting them up. I can see him orchestrating stuff. Um, is I Dyer, really do is... think that language barrier thing is is the the lack of a language barrier is actually such an underrated thing that Dyer can actually possess this sort of because he can speak Portuguese to Emerson, he can speak Spanish to to regular, he can speak Spanish to to Davinson, he can speak English to to Tanganga, so he can communicate with everybody along that line in in some sort of way. So yeah, yeah, multilingual so, yeah. Dyer. Okay. Okay. Um, I, think, I think as I think... well. I think as well, you you said it earlier, Sam. Conti obviously had Mura in the back of his mind, and he didn't play Tan, uh, Dan, uh, Sanchez at the um, left oh. centre back, which is what it looked like it was going to line up. That's why I had my hat, my, my, my hand, you know, over my eyes. I was thinking, oh no, not that. But luckily, yeah, he, he put Tanganga there, and I thought Tanganga was a wee, wee bit. He struggled a bit at first, but I think as the game went on, he was he was absolutely solid. Yeah, absolutely solid. That- you could see that the more and more confidence came through. As I, I think we all agreed, certainly Crystal Palace in the first 5, 10, 15 minutes, they looked like they were up for this. They were going to cause them problems with the way they were playing, with the shape they had. But we settled into it. The goals obviously helped. The second goal coming so quickly after the first goal, I thought that was really telling. Um, and then mm-hmm. the Zaha sending off, that just compounded everything for them. I didn't see them coming back into that game. You're right in what you're saying. We maybe could have picked up a couple more goals earlier than we did. A win's a win. Three points is three points, and it does put us into fifth place now. Of course, absolutely. You know what? It's it's like we said, didn't we? That it's just a manager coming in is had such a massive influence, and it's like this is a different Tottenham, isn't it? The way they're playing, the confidence. uh, It's just I don't know. I don't know what Antonio's doing, man. I know it's it's caught just with a ketchup and the mayonnaise, right? But. (laughs) Yeah, he, he still hasn't got in contact with me about the bottle of ketchup I sent him actually <laughs> Antonio if you're watching it was me <laughs> it was it it was Absolutely. this one here it was this one here but on a slightly negative then does that then does that then make us think that these players potentially because nobody's come in we've not had the transfer window as yet nobody's come nope. in but we've seen a, re- a remarkable turnaround in consistency from certain players who weren't consistent before, potentially, is is that just down to Conte or have the players... I think they found a bit more respect for this manager. I don't know if... Maybe respect's a bit too harsh to say they didn't respect Nuno, but I definitely think these players, if they can't respect Conte, you're not going to respect any manager in world football, in my opinion. So is it mm-hmm. is it more a case of the players have just shown, right, this manager knows what he's doing, Five titles in the last six years. We're going to listen to him and do what he tells us to do, as Ben Davies has, as Emerson Royal has, as Dyer seems to be doing, as you know the players that we've talked about earlier are seems to do. Is it just now a case of the manager has commanded the respect? Sean, what's your first thoughts? Oh, definitely. I mean, I was reading. Uh, I think I shared it on the WhatsApp group that. Um... Kane, Kane got on personally enough with Nuno, but you know he just was like, you know he he was he was dead unhappy, skulking about, you know. Um, but he, he had no risk. No, it was obviously a downgrade for him. But as soon as Conte's come on, he's you know he's he's admitted that he's fitter, you know, and in a very short space of time, it's almost like. 
Conte has done a pre-season, which he didn't get, you know, in August. And I think, um, he, he, you know, he's all, I mean, as you say, show us your medals, as they say a lot in the in the dressing room. Well, Conte can show them and, and you know, more, more, more than one or two, you know. Yeah. If you yeah. can't respond to Conte, then you better go down the road, whether it's January not... or, or July, you know. If you can't respect Conte, I don't, I don't think you should be playing any level of this sort of level of football, in my opinion, because, you know, he, he clearly said when we had that result against Mura, there's a lot to do here um, mm -hmm. and the level is not so high, blah, blah, blah. So maybe some players have responded to that in the positive sense and showing him, yeah, we are players of ability and we can play at a level because we haven't we haven't lost since that game. You know, since that game, mm. we've won our games and we have got a style of play and we do look like we're organised and the players have improved. So, Sid, just coming back, uh, we were saying about the, the, the game on, on Tuesday. Would you make many changes to this team? Do we need to make many changes to this team for Tuesday? Southampton, isn't he, on Tuesday? Um, Southampton, yeah. I, I personally, I'd bring Ben Davis back in. Um. Because as much as Tanganga's good, um, Southampton's going to be a different kettle of fish. And I think I think, I think he's just rested Ben Davis today, uh, purely just to get to see what Tanganga's going to be look like, uh, like at that position. But I think Ben Davis will come back. I actually thought Emerson had a pretty decent game today. I thought he was good. Um, yeah. You know, he actually gone, got down the wing. All right, there was once or twice where his crossing was a little bit suspect, but... Commitment-wise and everything, mate, he 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 was on it, absolutely on it. So, going on to Tuesday, I think mm -hmm. the only changes I probably would make is I'd probably bring Davis back in, um, and it depends on Skip and Hoiberg whether he wants to rest one of them two for maybe Ndombele or even Delhi or Winks, and just give these two a rest because we've got another game straight after. So. I don't know, it'll be interesting. And I was well happy today that I manager has finally got the balls to take Harry Kane off. 100, you know what? Okay, the game, my, my theory on that is we're 2-0 up, we're coasting, the game's dead and buried, they're down to 10 men, they ain't going to get back into this team because this is Tottenham under Conte. So, you know what? He got a standing ovation as well. I mean, they were singing Harry Kane's name as well. And the fact that he had the balls to take him off after 60 minutes. You know what? Antonio, <laughs> Antonio. That is a sign of a manager with balls who's telling Daniel Levy, this is how I'm doing it. And yeah. this is how we do it. Boom. So big and, respect, man. And the fact is, Harry Kane, he wasn't, he didn't look disappointed. He looked, not. Oh. I wouldn't say no player looked happy to come off, but he was clapping Absolutely. the fans. He walked off, gave yeah. everybody a high five, touched everybody yeah. on the bench. Do you know what I mean? He knows that he's yeah. going to be playing on Tuesday because of that. And that's what I'm saying. That was a really good substitution. Two goals, yes. two games, two goals. Playing Southampton again, a team I think he could probably get another goal or two, maybe. I thought yeah. that was a brilliant substitution to take him off. Uh, Sean, and, uh, go on, sorry, sorry, go on. I was going to say, don't forget, he's now joint record goal scorer on Boxing Day. He's equal Robbie Fowler now, so he's now joint for the most goals in Boxing Day fixtures. So big up to him. So he's got his goal as well now. So he's on that top of that tree again. <laughs> yeah, very true. Very true. Well, let's, let's let's wrap this up. Let's get some final thoughts about today's performance. Uh, in terms of my thoughts are uh, starting a little bit, you know, maybe we could have 
potentially had another midfielder in, but then I, what happened, I think we started to play a little bit more infield, more certainly began to come more infield and was causing them problems. Every time he picks the ball and runs at them, it causes any mm. team a problem. And as I said, he's now getting his head up a little bit more. Mm. There was a, a couple of opportunities where he could have let the ball run, but he was definitely my man of the match today. I think closely followed by Skip. I think Skip had a really good game. But then again, Emerson was 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 really good in my opinion. I thought the back line in terms of Dyer and Sanchez played really well. I think Tangango grew into the game, as you said, Sean. Um, Reguion did what Reguion does. And again, we were looking solid from that perspective. So for me, all-round performance, Moore definitely was man of the match. But there was nobody, I don't think, below seven today, in my personal opinion. Luis had nothing to do. Didn't have him a shot to make. So, final thoughts on the game, Sean, and then final thoughts from you, Sid. Very nice for Hugo on his birthday to have such a quiet afternoon. Um, happy birthday, Hugo. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think um, a deserved victory. Um, we we learned to, you know, they, they were pressing us, as you said, Sam, but we managed to get round the press. Mora was, you know... The, the, the main reason for that, for definite. Um, I think Royale was often on the right on his own, calling for the ball. And I think um, we need to, you know, we need to uh, make make make, uh, make use of him because I think it's only through practice that he's gonna that he's gonna get better his, his distribution. Um, he did he did he not make the um, more a header? Yeah, I think it was his cross, it, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, but again, with a, per, a perfect ball by Kane, an absolutely perfect ball by Kane. Um, yeah, great. Go on. Here we go on. Um, as I say, our mission is nine points over Christmas New Year. And uh, let's start reeling in the Woolwich. For, for those, for those, <laughs> for those viewers who might know, I'm sure Sean uh, answered. You should know. He looked like a yep. prime Mark Hately did. Did Laura Mora with that header today? Prime Mark Hately. Got in, rose Ooh. above everybody, nodded it in, proper headed goal. And Number then he tried to, goal. wasn't he doing a somersault at the same time as well? <laughs> <laughs> that was just, wow. I thought, this guy, oh. how has he got that high? How, I mean, Ronaldo must have been sat there watching, well, only I can high, jump that high. Where's this guy got it from? He's five foot, what, six? I don't and he was that high up, man. High. It was incredible. I know. But he was, he, he, he made, he made uh, Anderson look like a mug. Didn't he just? He did. He did. Didn't he just? So, so yeah. Um, Sid, tell me, give me your final thoughts on the game, and obviously for the the game against Southampton, you're looking forward to. What are you looking forward to? Shall I say? Do you know what? It was a solid, solid Conte performance. Um, I think the players now know the drill that they're playing for Conte, not Nuno. And it's you know what the levels now we're at at the moment. I don't think we've hit hundred percent levels yet. I think we're knocking in the 90s, but it's just looking promising. And with the January transfer window coming up, I tell you what, that dressing room and that stadium now, the smiles on their faces, man. It's just as soon as Don Antonio mm. walks into that room. Because when was the last time? I mean, as a player now, at the ground, I, I've been there for the last season and a half. We had we were singing Pochi's name every day, every stadium, every every game. Mourinho, we did it once in a blue moon. Nuno, I don't. I think everyone lost their voices and they didn't even know we had a manager. But this guy now, <laughs> this guy, 
every five, ten minutes, all you can hear around the stadium is Antonio, Antonio, Antonio. And he's applauding them, he's waving to them. And I'm telling you, man, that the good factor is back at the stadium. It's unbelievable. And if yeah. all the fans are believing in Conte, the players just have to listen around the ground to see this manager has got the fans on him, on him left, right and centre. And if we don't perform for this manager, the fans are going to be on it. So, fair play. Long it may continue. Like Sean said, nine points was the um, what we were reaching for over the Christmas period. And my final thing is big up to Darius and Sam for their Paxton Roads hoodies because they look the business. <laughs> we're going to get one out to Sean as well. But I was going to promote this again. Look at that, peeps. Look at that. It's my Christmas present to myself. Um, you know what? If What I do like, if Conte's like a fan. He manages the, t- the players like a fan. He's so passionate. We score a goal. He celebrates more than some, some p- players. He celebrates more than some players. He celebrates more than some fans. The way that Absolutely. that's got to translate to players on the pitch. You know, you see your manager celebrating like it's the only goal he's ever going to score in his life. You've got to respond to it. And every single yeah. goal that goes in, he does exactly the same thing. And I love that about any manager, any any person connected with football should look at that and think to yourself, that's what you want to see. You don't want to turn to the side and see your manager just doing that or doing exactly. that or doing doing that. You know, you want to see your manager give you exactly what us fans feel, what we feel when we score a goal. That uh, That's for me, it's got to be the one for me. So again, I'm happy with that. But we're just having here only 40,500 there today. It looked like more to me, but um, if that yeah. was the official numbers, it, it did look like more. Um, I think, yeah. you know what it was with that? I think what it was with that is yesterday's tweet that somebody put out, I don't know who it was, uh, said that the game's off and it put a lot of people off because this morning, I was reading on Twitter, some guy from Dublin, he said it just lost £600 because he wasn't sure what was going on. He uh, he cancelled his flights, so he lost £600. So I think there's a lot of people in that same situation because games have been called off with two hours to go and people are coming from Dublin and wherever, wherever, they didn't want to take the chance. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, Crystal Palace did try and get well, the game. Once again, fans' considerations. Yeah. You know, Tom, Tom will Tom will often you know Tom my mate to his with me here. It says it's it's an eighteen hour round journey if he drives down, which he has done, and uh, we've um you know that's that's a lot of money, a lot of money in petrol, exactly. um, yeah. a lot of time you know on the road, and you know you can't do that to fans. You just no, cannot no. do that to them. Either the game's but, off or on, but not you know yeah. not this. We'll wait till ten thirty. Well, that's no good for someone leaving from Glasgow. Absolutely, you know. But we, we'll, you've got. To, you'd hope to be down the road by then. Exactly, but you've got to big up the forty thousand five hundred that were there today. You know what? They made it Boxing Day. You know, and we delivered. So well done to the, all the fans that attended today. Well done. Yeah, like you said, it was that 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 tweet that came out and there was a bit of doubt about it. I was thinking, yeah. no, the game, because we would have had to have been playing catch-up. I know the games in hand can be, it's either a good thing or it's a bad thing. It's a good thing if the teams above you struggle and don't pick up the points, but it's a bad thing if they win, because you'd rather have points exactly. on the board. So, you know, yeah. Arsenal points, having done what point, they've done today. Yeah, yeah. sorry, Sean, Points in the bag every time, yeah. 100%, points in the bag. And because of the fact that Arsenal did win today, had we been four games behind them, I just, uh, it doesn't sit right with me because we're playing them soon. No. 
Exactly. We're playing them soon. So they could have had a, a bit more of a tactical approach to that game by, you know, potentially. But that is way, way in the future. Uh, before we go then, make sure you smash that like button if you haven't already. If you're new to the channel, please hit that subscribe button. Join us again. We're going to have another preview show tomorrow. We're going to do a proper preview show. It's been the Christmas break. We're going to have a preview show for the Southampton game tomorrow and a reaction show on Tuesday. And Judge Jody, I do believe, is doing a show tomorrow. It could be with guest Darius 3K tomorrow. So Jody is back. She's been ill, but she's coming back, folks. Um, and if you haven't already hey. seen the show with Sid, Sean, and Darius, that was really good. I like that one. Um, the art, Sid, that was a good show. That was good show. That was. Um, I think that's about it, gentlemen. Have you enjoyed it so far, Christmas wise? Has it been a good Christmas for you? It's been brilliant. Today has been perfect. It's been great. I'm going to go and eat some food now. I'm starving. I'm really hungry. <laughs> and I'm... <laughs> I'm also... Turkey curry day. You know? <laughs> it is definitely turkey curry day today. Let's just get a couple yeah. more of these comments out here. Uh, so, uh, Sean, Simon, I was going to call you Sean, but it's Simon Stevens. It's good for us in the sense that we've got more minutes on the training field with contact. And I think, you know, as well as saying that, I think this, I know it's not a good thing to say, and obviously we have a lot of people are affected, but having the COVID experience that we had earlier maybe has put us in a better position because I think now that other teams are going to maybe suffer around us. So, again, it's not a thing that we're looking to take advantage of, but if it's presented in that sense, we've had our little bit of a COVID, you know, scare as well. Other mm. teams are experiencing that now. So, again, let's just see yeah. what happens in the next few days. I uh, hope everybody stays well anyway. Uh, big up Jody from Simon as well there and Gilzine best header of a ball. Oh, Gilzine. without Jeez. a doubt, without a doubt, without without a player. Doubt. yeah, lucky yeah, to yeah. have seen him. Yeah, 100%. Guys, I think that should do it for now. Let us just sit back and relax and just go and see what this Villa game's doing. I want to see what happens in that game as well. Uh, but just before we go, make sure, again, smash that like button, smash it, hit that like button, subscribe, 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 share, comment, all the rest of it. Okay, that is enough. Let us go and enjoy the rest of our Boxing Day. Enjoy your Christmas. Enjoy your Boxing Day. Come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. <laughs>